You're listening to the Holistic Lifestyle Guide Podcast, the show that guides you on your holistic lifestyle journey to a healthy body, mind, and soul aligned with nature. Hello and welcome to episode number 56 of the Holistic Lifestyle Guide Podcast. This episode is about how to eat less sugar. So you probably already know that you should be reducing the amounts of sugar in your diet. Most experts are saying that sugar is posing a very significant risk to your health, especially to children and adolescents. It is incredibly easy to get too much sugar in today's diet. It consists of too many processed foods and sugary drinks. In fact, you could already be trying to avoid it only to find that they sneak it into even even things that are called health foods. Of course, there are natural sugars that are found in fruits, but this does not mean that you should avoid fruits too. Although fruits contain sugar, they are also high in antioxidants, which neutralize free radicals and keep them from damaging your DNA and your cells. And fruits also contain other beneficial components, such as fiber, which is important for digestive health. So don't stop eating your fruit. So now let's talk about why sugar is so bad for you in the first place. The number one reason is, of course, it leads to obesity. Sugar consumption contributes heavily to obesity. Uh, There are a number of ways in which this occurs, but to make it simple, when you eat sugar, the hormone insulin is released into your bloodstream. Insulin is needed to allow your body to store blood sugar in your cells so that the sugar can be used for energy when it is needed. However, when insulin levels are always raised in your bloodstream, the tendency is to gain weight. Another way that sugar consumption has been found to contribute to obesity is through leptin resistance. Leptin is a hormone that is supposed to be secreted when you have had enough to eat. However, when your body develops leptin resistance, it doesn't recognize when it has had enough to eat and it, and it will make you overeat, which leads to more obesity. Um, the, another thing is heart disease, high blood pressure, stroke, and diabetes. Um, with obesity comes increased risk of these cardiovascular events that affect your heart, affect your blood vessels, and maybe even your brain. So in addition, your risk of type 2 diabetes also increases with obesity. These can all affect how long you live and the quality of your life. And the third one is cancer. At this time, there are no studies confirming that high sugar consumption causes cancer, but the other studies have demonstrated that certain cancers, such as those of the pancreas, the prostate, colon, and rectum seem to be increased with sugar intake. Of course, you know, this is the kind of thing where you don't want to take your chances. There's really nothing good about ingesting sugar, so you might as well learn how to control your sugar intake. And so next, I'm going to go through six of the best ways that you can control your sugar intake. So if you have a sugar addiction, listen up. These are going to be some easy tips for you to implement into your life so that you can eat less sugar. 
it's it's really easy to tell someone to limit their sugar intake, but even the best of us get caught off guard. I don't know how many times I've bought something that I thought was healthy, you know, like whole grain bread or even beet slices that come in a jar, tomato soup, granola, all those things. They have sugar listed as one of the main ingredients. Like, I couldn't believe it, especially with the bread. Bread doesn't taste sugary. And, you know, the beets, I thought I was doing a really good thing by eating beets, but sugar was like the number two ingredient after the actual beet. So basically, food companies really know how to trick us and we have to get proactive if we want to take back control of our sugar intake. So here are the best tips for eating less sugar. The first one is to avoid sugary desserts. This is a no-brainer, but I couldn't skip over it. Things like pies, cakes, pastries, milk chocolate, bars, ice cream. There are easy food swaps for these types of foods, such as dark chocolate. I've been eating dark chocolate now for a couple years, and now when I try to eat milk chocolate, it's just too much and I can just taste the fakeness, the sugariness, and I feel bad after eating it. But with dark chocolate, it's actually got some health benefits. So I eat a couple bites. You don't want to go overboard with dark chocolate either. That's one of the things, you know, just two or three bites a day is what I do. There are still a lot of calories in it, but if you eat the dark chocolate that is 80% cacao or higher, then you're sure to not get you know, you're, you're getting the best that you can. You can also eat fresh fruit. Like I said, there is natural sugar in fresh fruit, but it's eating it whole is the way nature intended, and it's not going to be nearly as bad for you as those sugary desserts. Greek yogurt is another good substitute. Of course, it will take some getting used to if you are addicted to desserts, but over time, your body won't crave them anymore. So the second tip that I have for you to avoid sugar is to avoid breakfast cereals. So these are notorious for having way too much sugar in them. Buy cereals with less sugar, some of them even have no sugar, or, or get creative with your breakfast food. There's no reason to stick to the traditional breakfast staples that we all had as children. There's no rule saying you can't eat a salad or chicken or vegetables for breakfast. To me, breakfast is simply the first meal of the day. It's not just a small selection of categorized foods. So I never eat things like bacon and sausage and cereal for breakfast. I eat whatever. And so if you are still kind of in the mindset of, you know, you wanna eat cereal, there are healthy cereals. So the next tip, number three, is to eat only whole fresh fruits. I mentioned this earlier, but this is a tricky thing. We've been conditioned to drink fruit juice or sprinkle dried fruits into our salads because it's easier and more convenient, but fruit juices do not contain fiber. The fiber is very beneficial. And dried fruits have even more added sugar, so always eat your fruit whole and fresh. This was something that I learned when I started eating salads regularly. I've been buying the like dried cranberries, dried blueberries, and I was appalled at how much sugar is in them and how high it is on the ingredient list. 
make sure you check your ingredient lists whenever you're buying anything. Like I said, even things that appear to be healthy, these food companies really don't care um, how much sugar they put in things. Natural flavors, that's another one. Natural flavors are not completely healthy. So make sure you're checking the ingredient list. And I've done a lot of um, work on the ingredient list. I have a video, I've got a blog post, I've got a podcast episode about that. I will put a link down below in the show notes for that because that is really important to learn about. Basically, that's one of the most important things is to make sure you're checking your ingredient lists for the extra sugar. So the next tip, number four, is to eat more protein and fat. So this is contrary to what mainstream nutrition has led us to believe. Fat isn't as bad as we think it is. It's definitely not as bad as sugar. Our bodies, especially our brains, need fat to function, to function properly. So protein and fat, they keep us full so we don't crave desserts or sugary foods nearly as much. After I eat a filling meal of protein and fat, my sweet tooth, it pretty much can be satisfied with just a few bites of dark chocolate. And I've, I've learned that the longer, go, the, the more time goes on that I do this, the more I don't ever crave sugary desserts because you're full, you're getting all the things that you need, so you don't really need the sugar. Number five tip is to choose unrefined whole grain foods such as brown rice, whole grain bread, and pastas made from things like lentils and chickpeas. There's, there's a lot of healthy pastas out there nowadays. So make sure that this is what to look for on your ingredient labels. The fiber content must be higher than the carb content. If your carb content is high, the fiber content must also be high. As I mentioned, some companies even put extra sugar in their bread, so one way to guarantee that you aren't eating sugar is to check the labels. And so I did mention food labels, but I'm gonna mention it again because technically this is my last tip, is to read the food labels. And I also wanna mention my biggest resource for learning about food labels, and that is a YouTube channel called Flav City. Um, I talk about this a lot. I've done videos on this. Um, he, the guy that runs it is called Bobby Parrish. He shows you how to read food labels properly. This is one of the best ways we can take back control of what we are putting into our bodies. So what I learned was the closer an ingredient is to the front of the list, the more of it there is. So. If sugar is listed in the first line of the ingredients, it is definitely not worth buying. Sometimes I'll make exceptions if it's down towards the end, the bottom of the ingredient paragraph, but if it's in the first line, I don't buy it anymore. So in conclusion, if you take small steps to living a sugar-free life, you are really taking big steps towards good health in the long run. It can be done and it is so worth it. So you can break your sugar addiction starting today and you can look forward to a healthier future if you implement these six tips. That is this week's episode of the Holistic Lifestyle Guide podcast. Don't forget, don't forget to join me next week for another episode and thank you so much for listening.